episode 106 in the actor's room. Welcome back. My name's Jeff Tarowski, and this week we're going to wrap up the Chris Watts situation. I did three previous shows on this topic. They were mm, hard to do. I learned a lot. I hope you did too. Sorry for the long break between shows. Um, But thank you for hanging in there with me. I hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, A few more interesting tidbits. uh, Some things I left out of my previous shows. uh, Questions that might need answered that you might be interested in. And I thought I'd do a show on it. So sit back. Relax. I hope you enjoy this show. Hi there. I'm primarily doing this show today because I really do want to wrap up this whole situation about Chris, Shanann, and the kids, this family. And although I did three shows already on it, eh, I know, there were still some things on the table that I didn't talk about. Um, And I find that really diving into this and and having it go through my brain and my my soul and everywhere within me. Um, there were a few things that I felt were important to the story um, that I missed. That's basically it. Um, so hopefully, <laughs> this will be it. I, after I talk about these things, I'm going to move on. We're moving on to Johnny Depp next episode. Oh boy. I've really learned a lot about Mr. Depp this past month. And uh, I was going to do him next, but thought, "Mm, I just can't let this case go. (laughs) What is it with me? I'm going to have to start letting go of this case. And I, I feel it. It is slipping away. It'll be good for me. It's weird me out physically, mentally. I'm not kidding. It has. And I'm sure it has for you too. Um, if you really feel for this case. And I want to go ahead and do that right now. Shouldn't be a long show. I say that sometimes and it's an hour show. So we'll see. We're going to start off with talking about the current state of Christopher Watts in prison. I hear he's got a job. For a while, he was in solitary confinement. Well, not anymore. He now works in the prison. He, like, has a job. And his job is cutting meat. That's right. Chris Watts is like the butcher in prison. (laughs) Chris with big knives. Chopping meat all day. At least he's doing something, right? Good for him. He's got something to do. (laughs) So I wanted to state that. Also something current that happened was he got in trouble recently with the guards. He was doing something that he shouldn't have been doing. I 
guess he received something from another prisoner. <laughs> Petroleum jelly and uh, something else. I forgot to write down what the other thing was. I probably blocked it out of my memory. Uh, it was something sexual. Hey, hey, folks, this happens. Uh, he's been in prison for a little while now. He got himself a, a little buddy or a big buddy. I don't know. And there you go. Need I say more? No, I don't. The other prisoner he's been messing around with, I guess, is engaged to be married. Uh, this other prisoner will be getting out soon and has a fiance. And the fiance says, no big deal. Because she knows about what's going on between Chris and his uh, some, some kind of boyfriend or not. Just a friend, really close friend, whatever. Um, I find this stuff fascinating, folks, and I thought maybe you would as well. The fiancé of this other guy doesn't really see it as a big deal. It's, it's more along the lines of my fiancé's in prison, he gets lonely, and he seeks some friendship. But Chris did get, get in trouble because he had some things in his jail cell that he shouldn't have. Shame on you, Chrissy. Chrissy. Oh, Chrissy. This is a good question that one of my faithful listeners uh, threw out to me about, I don't know, about a month ago. He was listening to my show and he asked me if I thought Chris was on steroids. And I don't think so. He was getting bigger because he was working out. Uh, I heard he had a pretty strict schedule of working out. He worked out every day. He was dedicated to keeping his body fit with Thrive. And because Shanann worked for Thrive, it was not okay for Chris to work out. Where before it wasn't. Uh, If you remember Chris in his wedding pictures, he doesn't look anything like he does now or when he got arrested. Um, He was, if he didn't go to the gym, he got a little chubby. But when Shanann got into Thrive and made it her business, it was now okay for Chris to look healthy. I I find that very interesting. And Chris really liked that. He liked working out. He worked out before he met Shannon. And I'm calling her Shannon from now on, folks. (laughs) Until I'm done. Her, Her name is Shannon. She changed it. I get it. But I like saying Shannon better. I just like the name Shannon. I think Shanann is silly. She changed her name. So be it. I don't like the, the name Shanann. I think it's silly. Her name is Shannon. Her parents called her Shannon. So I'm going to call her Shannon. Okay, mom and dad, I'm on your side. <laughs> I am. Hey, man. If I gave my kid a name, right? My daughter's name is Madeline. I love that name. And if she decided to change it and called herself Madeline or um, Medallion, I don't know. I would be a little offended. I'm not going to lie to you. I would. Um, not a lot. I wouldn't be pissed. But I would be a little disappointed. Like, you don't like the name I gave you? You could just change it like that. I mean, I said in my previous show about this subject... That it really shouldn't be a big deal. Um, But people that read up in this case. Study it. Really dive into it. Some of them do have a problem with it. Um, I guess I'm kind of one of those people. And 
I don't know why it bothers me so much. It really shouldn't. I get off track like that. But that's my show. Sorry. (laughs) So the steroid thing. I don't think so. He worked out. He worked out a lot. He was looking good in this Thrive patch that he had to wear every day. Helped in that process. I guess it was filled with stimulants and caffeine. All that stuff. So that helped him stay thin. Um, So no steroids. Uh, It's rumored that Chris and Nicole, uh, while Shanann was gone with the kids, um, spent every day together. um, And were doing some kinky stuff. Hey, you know. And also drugs, like Coke. Um, I don't know about this rumor. I th- what I think is, it is possible, but unlikely. I think Chris was just too health conscious. He heard his dad dabbled with Coke at one point. His dad, Ronnie. For a short period of time, when Chris left the house. Because Chris and Ronnie were very close. Chris left to start his life and Ronnie got depressed and started using cocaine. Chris found out about it, had a deep discussion with his father and told his dad how much he was disappointed in him. Shame on you, dad. <laughs> Stop the sniffing. Stop. And Ronnie did. He actually stopped. <laughs> that's that's interesting. So, I'm thinking Ronnie really didn't get too far into cocaine. So that's why I say no to steroids. I say no to cocaine or any other drug. Smoking, anything. Chris was just not that guy. He wasn't. So my opinion, those rumors, no. Frankie Rusek. I want to bring him up. That Shanann's... Oh, I said Shanann. (laughs) Okay, I guess it's either going to be Shanann or Shannon. Or whatever comes out, right? But back to Frankie. Frankie was her brother, younger brother. He seems like a really nice guy, or seemed like a really nice guy. When you first take a look at this kid, good-looking kid, um, he seems like a nice guy, right? I guess he had some allegations. Not allegations, but I think there are court records of him. And folks, I hate saying this stuff, but this is stuff that... That I found out about and I found interesting. Because I think it all plays in. The whole story. The whole situation. You got to look at everything. And that's what I do. Uh, there's a incident. Where he. I think either grabbed. A child. His girlfriend's child. Uh, very young. I don't know if it was a baby. Or a toddler. But Frankie did something to this kid. I don't think it was anything big. Um, But it was enough to bring it to proper authorities. And Frankie and Shannon. I said Shannon. (laughs) Did they have the best relationship? I think they loved one another. But with any siblings. I think there was a little bit of friction between Shannon and Frankie. Um, I heard that they did not live well together. And hey, hey, that happens. I don't care if your brother or sister, okay? Uh, Sometimes when you get old enough, when you get older, like, it's not the same when you're kids. They got two different personalities. 
Shannon was very stern, uh, knew what she wanted, wanted things her way. And I think that Frankie just couldn't live with her, I heard. (laughs) They had spent time together uh, for like weeks at a time, maybe either on vacations or just visits. And there would be, well, friction. Frankie in an interview said that Shanann told him she was making $500,000 a year. She was pulling the wool over the eyes of her family. Now, did she really tell him this and him believing it? And I'm going to say yes. I think both of those things are true. The house that she built in Carolina. If you haven't looked it up, look up the house. It's beautiful. It's a house a doctor buys, a lawyer. Somebody with a really good salary. That was a beautiful house. And if Frankie saw that and went, damn, my sister, she makes good money. And from the outside, the appearance, right? The image, it does appear that way. So if Shanann told him, I make $500,000 a year, Frankie, he'd believe it. I don't think Frankie truly knew how much in debt they were. And I'm talking right before this whole incident happened. The family. I don't think they knew exactly what was going on financially. Because Shanann wanted to have everybody know that they were fine. Even going bankrupt. I'm sure she gave them a great story of why that happened. Um, And I think her side of family too wasn't very good with money. Because her parents also filed for bankruptcy around the same time. So, money issues. Um, Shanann did not make $500,000 a year. Uh, when I found this out, it recently came out. How much she made doing Thrive. It wasn't much. Uh, my suspicions were confirmed. It was way less than 30000 And she even had Chris note about this. Chris felt she was making about the same as he did, 60000 a year. She controlled the finances, so how is he going to know? All right. Let's see what we have next. I'm looking down at my notes here, and they're hadn't written, so <laughs> chicken scratch. I'm, I'm a Chris. Oh, Chris killing his mom through Shannon. Let me say that again. And this is a really good point brought up by somebody in the comment section of my show last was it last show? Or I think it was the show before the last one. The second part. Someone mentioned this. Chris was sort of killing his mother when he killed Shannon. And I never, I heard of, you know, this has been bantered around, this theory. And I sort of just brushed it aside going, nah, I don't know. This whole Chris and his mom thing How deep that goes How does he really feel about his mother How does his mother Really feel about him I don't think they were As close as Cindy says Cindy is the mom Cindy makes it out that Her Son Is close with her And they might be 
I don't know. I think Cindy sees what has happened and how it reflects on her. This is sort of more of a deal to her than what Chris did. And I think she has made peace with the fact that her son is who he is. But that Shannon pushed him to this brink. But did Chris hate his mom so much that he married a woman just like her because he grew up in that atmosphere as a kid? Like, that's what he knew. And they say, sons marry women kind of like their mothers. That's what they say. And I'm thinking about this. And it might play into it. It really might. If Chris has all of this hate towards his mother, it's like the Norman Bates syndrome. That he will go on and murder women that remind him of his mother. Oh man, was that going on within Chris? It's possible. That it got to the point where he planned it weeks ahead. Looked forward to it. And not only am I going to get rid of my wife. But in a way, while I'm doing it, I could see my mom's appearance in Shanann. And it's like I'm doing doing them both. Man, that's some deep stuff though. But it's possible. And a great point brought up. So I wanted to put that in my show. Dissect that a little bit. Make you kind of think about that. Does that make sense? It does for me. Great point. Okay, someone also brought up in the comments section that they felt their opinion on Shanann was she had unresolved trauma in her childhood. And that's why I do these shows on the actor's room. And you know this. I love finding out about their childhoods. I don't know what is that with me. I find my childhood fascinating. I enjoyed my childhood very much. And I go back in time in my head. Often thinking about things that happened in the 80s. I had a wonderful childhood. And when I sort of fall in love with the actor, a performer... Or story. That's always the first place I want to go. Not only do I want. To know about their childhoods. I want to know what they looked like. When they were a kid right. If I could get a picture. Of. Any person I find interesting. In every age of their life. I would love it. Right. From one to. How old they are now. (laughs) Their high school pictures. Right. Looking them up in the yearbook. I'm that guy. And somebody mentioning this makes me go there. What really happened in Shanann's childhood? I think she was quiet at first when she was a kid. 
Uh, that all changed when she sort of got over that. Um, so which one's the true Shanann? Is the true Shanann the quiet one or the loud one? Sometimes we change. And sometimes it's for the worse. And sometimes it's for the better. And sometimes people don't change at all. They're the same. Think about all those people you've known in your life. And the ones you've stayed in touch with. How many of them are pretty much the same they were as they were in grade school? The kids you still know today. That turn into adults. (laughs) Right? And how some of them are completely different from what you remember. So, changes happen. But did something happen in Shanann's childhood that was significant that made her the way she is? Was. Sorry. Was. There's no real way to find that out unless you infiltrate the Rusix compound. <laughs> Okay, uh, or chew Frankie Jr.'s ear off. Frankie is speaking loudly against anybody saying negative things about Shanann. And of course he is. I mean, you should, bro. That's your sister. You go, bro. I do the same thing. And he's been heard. Um, has stated that he's tired of hearing about it. And I get it. I really do. Uh, Frankie, your sister seemed like she was a very interesting person. And I find it just incredible to me that because of what happened, it has made me really look into her more than Chris. Because I think she's more fascinating. I think that she is a billion times more fascinating than Chris I do I, Chris I did sort of go round and round in my mind with him because I didn't quite understand how can he do what he did and then it was very simple after that I figured it out he's a bad person he's a bad person he's a person but he's a bad person And he had a dark passenger. He'd been wanting to kill. He's one of those people. He did it. He's not that sorry about it. And there you go. But Shannon. I could learn about her forever. And never get sick of her. Okay Frankie. May she rest in peace. Um, She's an angel. Her kids were angels. Nobody's perfect. Uh, There are things that she portrayed, did, that weren't good. (laughs) But that in no way defines her. Okay, She was doing the best she could. But I find you fascinating. And I hope Frankie Jr. is doing all right. You get through this. It's got to be so hard for them, the Rusics. It's got to. They'll never get over this. Think about what happened to their daughter and sister and their grandchildren Man, and, their, and Frankie's nieces. It seems like he, Frankie really loved those kids. This freaking story. We're going to wrap it up, folks. 
<laughs> That's the name of the show. We're going to wrap it up. Put a bow on it, right? It's Christmas time. Big fucking bow, red bow on this story. And we're going to move on. But we're not out of the woods just yet. There's more to talk about. So hold on tight. What's next? <laughs> yeah, and here we go. I got to bring this up. And I didn't want to, but now that I'm doing the wrap-up show, I have to. All right. Shanann took the kids to the hospital way too much. Uh, Those kids might have been sick a lot. Hey, kids are sick. They get sick. They're very sick. Um, But from what my research tells me, uh, I think Shanann overdid it. Um, And like I said, it seemed like she enjoyed going to the hospitals and doctors and stuff. I, and this would occur a lot. The kids would have nebulizers. That's a breathing machine. It just seemed like they were always sick. And this part of it isn't good. Because through the research, I found that the kids would be hospitalized or in the doctor's office more often when Shanann was just around. But if she had visitors that would stay for weeks at a time, by the way, like that's how they did stuff in that family. They didn't visit for a day or two because Chris and Shannon were in Colorado and the family was in Carolina when they visited, it was for an extended period of time. And during those times, the kids were fine. And when they were on that three-month hiatus in Carolina, no issues. It just seems that they only had issues, health issues, when it was convenient, folks. I got to point this stuff out because that's the story. I don't like it though. A five bedroom house they had. Two kids. Image. And this is for both of them. Just not Shanann. Chris, this is you too, bro. You're not, he doesn't just, Chris is good at that, right? It just seems like he kind of couldn't weasel his way out of everything because he was so quiet, right? He didn't know what was going on. I say, that's lame, man. That's a lame excuse. He knew what was going on, I think. Or he had suspicions of everything that was going on. Come on. They had the... Okay. They got this five-bedroom house, right? Nice-sized house. The Rusics, her parents, come to not only visit, they stayed with the Wattses over a year. And where did they stay? Jeff, where did they stay? In one of the lovely guest bedrooms on the second floor? No. Oh, it sucks. There must have been like boxes and stuff in there. Yeah, maybe. But what about some of the other bedrooms? I think, uh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, that sucks. Well, I guess they just weren't ready for, you know, people to stay in them. So what? Uh, they had to have the couch? No. Wait a minute. Where did they sleep? Outside? No, it's not that bad. But it's in the basement. (laughs) And this was not a finished basement, folks. Look at the footage they have. When they went in the house, the cop footage, 
He walked downstairs. That was one of the first places the cop checks, by the way. <laughs> he went through the house and went right downstairs. <laughs> Maybe they work from like the bottom up. Maybe that's protocol. He went right downstairs. That basement was far from finished. It had stuff everywhere. It looked like storage area like most basements are that aren't finished. And I think in the very corner of the basement was a bed. How nice. And it, they weren't there for just a few days or a few weeks. The parents. They were there for over a year. <laughs> and they slept in the basement. <laughs> Does any of this make sense to you? Does any of it? None of it. I don't understand. I, uh, am I... Uh, uh, it hurts my brain. I... I, I a big house like that and the pairs were sleeping in a basement? Maybe the Rusix didn't mind. Hey. Maybe they even preferred it. Shannon, Chris, girls, we have dibs on the basement. And Chris says, okay. We want to sleep in the basement. And that might be true because, I guess, Sandy Rusick, Shannon's mom, is not a morning person. And waking her up before her required wake-up time wasn't a good idea. So maybe, just maybe, the basement was the best because it's downstairs, it's out of the way of everybody. Because if you have a bedroom upstairs next to the kids and they wake up at 6 a.m., there's noise, okay? I can verify this in my house. All our bedrooms are on the same floor. When one person's up, most of the time, we're all up. Except my teenager. She's, <laughs> she sleeps just fine. Those teenagers can sleep. Remember when you were a teenager? I'd sleep till noon, man. <laughs> I did. Oh, sleep was wonderful when you were young. When you can actually... Sleep, sleep hard and wake up fresh. Those were the days. Ah, fresh. <laughs> oh, if I can go back. I don't know if I would, though. It sounds good, doesn't it? Just to go back in time again uh, and experience your childhood and maybe your teenage years again if you had fun. You <laughs> know, feeling good. Because you know you felt amazing when you were a teenager, right? It's always felt good. I'm 44. I don't always feel good. I miss those times. <laughs> but would I do it again? I don't know, man. I don't know if I'd do that again. There was a lot of hard times in between feeling good. Am I right? All right. <laughs> Next point. Uh, someone uh, posted this comment on one of my shows about this case. They said, it looks like they had no money for daycare. What's up with that? Great point. <laughs> I think I brought it up in the previous show about daycare. And yes, they didn't have enough money for daycare. Not at all. But they paid their bill for daycare. That was on the top of their list. Why? And that's a great question to bring up. Why is it that paying daycare over their house payments? 
over car payments, over other bills, over、uh, their homeowners association, over a year doing that. That's balls. Straight up. Shannon looked at that bill every month, the homeowner's bill, okay, and pushed it aside. <laughs> that I can guarantee you, folks. She says she sent it to the wrong address. Nice try. Believe me, I used to lie my ass off when I was young. I was one of the best liars in the world. And sometimes your luck runs out, okay? I was caught in a lie one time, and my world came crashing down. I lied. I, there was a period in my life where I lied a lot. I just did. And I just got caught up in playing that game. And I was a great liar. People believed almost anything I said. And it gets to the point where you almost believe your lies, they become a part of that reality in you. Where lying is just part of you. I was caught in a lie one time by my dad, and he got me. You know, he, I think he knew what the truth was before he asked me the question, okay? And he asked me the question, and I gave this elaborate story. It was phenomenal. And folks, I would just, I didn't think about it beforehand. I was working moment to moment, just coming up with shit. <laughs> Great story, I told, right? And my dad sat back, and he goes, Jeff, If I didn't know you were lying, because I know you are, I would have believed your story. It was that good. He goes, I almost believe it right now. He goes, You need help. And my world came crashing down. I remember I just I broke down crying. And I just I fell into my father's arms, sobbing like a child. I was about 18 at the time, maybe younger. I might have been around 16. Yeah. And I lost it. And it really all came together like, what am I doing? I'm, I can't stop this. And I think Shanann was around that sort of mind frame with her lies. She lied. She lied. She did.、Uh, everybody lies, folks. <laughs> everybody. Even if it's a little white lie, people lie. So, yeah, they didn't have money for daycare. But they paid for it. It was important for those kids to be in daycare. And the question why goes deep. And if you want my opinion about that, check out my other shows. I bring up my opinion on that. I don't want to talk about it again because I just don't want to talk about it. I don't like talking about it, it bothers me. And if you want to know, check it out. We're going to move on. Okay. Why did Chris not want to go to trial? He surprised everybody with that decision. He surprised his lawyers when he said, Take the deal. I did it. I killed the kids and my wife. Put me away. Stop it. I don't want to hurt anybody anymore. Enough's enough. Done. And the lawyers, his lawyers, looked at him. Chris, are you sure? <laughs> Chris says, Yes, it's over. No more. And the lawyers pressed on. That's their job. 
Chris, if you make this decision, that's it. (laughs) I mean, that's it. And not only did he surprise his lawyers, he surprised his family, um, especially his mother. Chris was her baby. She told him, we're in your corner. You're our son. We love you. We know you and Shanann didn't get along. I think that Shanann pushed you to this. That's what she thinks. I don't know if Ronnie feels that way. I don't know if Jamie feels that way. That's Chris's sister. Okay. I think that the Wattses are a very strange family. Families are strange. All families are different. They have a different way of doing things, a different mindset. It's just the way they are. And that's fine. But I'm telling you, there's normal strangeness. Okay. And then there's that that one step up. Where you go from, okay, that family's a little quirky the way they do things. I don't do it that way, but hey, whatever. And then you have that family. You go, the things they do, it's, it's really out there. <laughs> like what they believe and how they reacted to this situation, how others perceive them. Something's not right. And something is definitely not right with the Watts family. What Chris did was so horrific. I don't care if it's your son or not. Uh, you, no, you can still love him. That's your son. But I sure as hell (laughs) wouldn't be sticking up for him. No fucking way. I don't care if Shanann hung him up on the ceiling every night, throwing darts at him while calling him Chrissy Boy. (laughs) Every night. I don't care. That gives him no right at all to do what he did. Not at all. Even striking her. (laughs) If she did that. And most guys would say, if she's stringing me up, throwing darts at me, she's going to get a whack. (laughs) She doesn't even deserve that. I, I, I just don't see how, um, you can support him. But what he did... A mother's love goes deep, but it's more to it than that. Isn't there? Something's not right. Something's really off with that family. And uh, this is, well, back up what I just said. <laughs> this will support my theory on the Watts' family being really strange. And I don't know how many of you know this, but weeks before... This horrific act happened just weeks before it. Shanann and Chris aren't going well. I don't know how much Chris told his parents about their relationship. It might have been a lot. might have been a little. But I think it was significant enough that his parents, Cindy and Ronnie, had Chris write a letter. This letter states, hi, this is Chris Watts. Hi, everyone. (laughs) Hello, world. This is Chris. I'm putting some thoughts on paper. Listen up. In this letter, he writes, 
if anything happens to me or my kids, look into my wife. Love, Chris. <laughs> Let me say that again. Chris Watts wrote a letter weeks before he murdered his family, stating, Hi. This is Chrissy Watts. I'm a man. <laughs> I'm a manly man. So manly, I'm going to write down, if anything should happen to me or my kids, look into my wife. Thank you, love, Chris. Why was that letter written? And why did his parents suggest he write it? And why write it, Chris? Really? Really? And this opens up a box that's very disturbing, right? I found this out about this letter. Folks, I got goosebumps. This is disturbing, important, something that you should really look at or think about. Was it so bad in their relationship? Whatever Chris was telling them. That the parents were so concerned about Chris and the kids. They felt Shannon was had the ability to do something like that. That opens up a whole world of hurt for everybody. Because what was really going on? What was Chris telling his parents? Maybe that's the question to ask. How sweet, quiet, and innocent is he, folks? You got to think about this. In this situation, because this letter is supposed to be protection for Chris. If something should happen. I'm putting it on paper. I told you weeks before, something was going to (laughs) happen. Something did happen. And people are dead. The Watts' knew something was up. All of them. That should make you stand up and go, whoa. (laughs) Whoa. So that supports my theory on how strange the Wattses are. Wow. Mouth's getting dry here. I have hot tea. I think it's mint. Yes. I just spilled some on my wife's shoes. (laughs) I hope she doesn't plan on wearing these today. They got some tea on them. We're going to put those (laughs) right over there. (laughs) I hope everybody's doing okay. Hi. (laughs) I'm I'm hanging, folks. I'm hanging in. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I sound kind of drunk, right? I'm not. I'm not a day drinker. I can't do it. (laughs) Not even like, oh, you know what I could do? I could do a beer. If I did one beer at, say, noon, I think I'm okay. If I do a beer and a half, gone too far. (laughs) Anyways, back on track. I drink my tea and we're talking about beer. Whatever. Okay. Next on the list. 
I have Chris Love with a question mark. Chris Love. Could Chris Love maybe? Is that what? Oh. Can Chris Love? Yeah. I mean, that's a question too though. Um, people see Chris is so evil. Yeah, he is. <laughs> uh, but so evil that he can't love. He can't love something. Um, I disagree. I think he can. Let's just put it this way. He loves to kill. So what I meant to bring up is what's up with the Chris love? There are people out there that support him. Are you one of them? Wow. In what way are you supporting him? Exactly. I mean, that Shanann was just so horrible to him. Oh, And I get the whole spousal abuse and how it can go on both sides. I mean, I get it. And it's very possible. But it's not the same. Ladies and gentlemen, audience members, it's not the same, right? When a man beats on his wife, it's not the same as a woman beating on her husband. It's not the same. Unless the guy is really small and he marries this gigantic woman and she really does kick him around. That Those are rare cases. I'm sure they exist. But I really don't feel too sorry for Chris Watts. I don't. I think I did at one point. I really don't. Just nothing can explain how he did what he did. But there's Chris Love out there. And I think a lot of these cases, there were people in love with Ted Bundy. Okay. There were people in love with Richard Rodriguez. The the guy, what was that, in uh, California? Ah, the Night Stalker. That guy scared the shit out of me. Was it Richard Ramirez or Rodriguez? Something like that. Whew, he looked evil. Man, he was evil, that guy. There were women in love with him. I think he got married. God, I mean, whew, there's people out there that love Chris Watts, want to marry him. It's like a fetish. Some weird, dark fetish. In the current update that I've been hearing, this rumor, I think it's true. He's trying to get out, folks. Chris Watts is trying to get out. Chris, listen up. This is Jeff in the actor's room. How's it going? I'm going to write a letter. Dear Chris, how are you? From what I hear, you're doing great. You got a good job. I hear you're slicing up meat. Good. And I hear you have a special friend. Good for you. You're staying active. But I also want to bring up. I also want to bring up. That I hear this rumor, sir. About how you now want to find ways to get out of prison. Huh. Interesting. Love, Jeff. Strike love. Regards. No, strike regards. Jeff. P.S. It's never going to happen. (laughs) Never. Chris, get used to those knives. 
Chris, hide the petroleum jelly in a better place. Get used to it. You deserve to be where you are. (laughs) And I think most agree with me. Okay. That's it. That is it. Did it. The wrap up. We wrapped it. We ended it with a letter. I'm going to send that to Chris. I actually did write it. We're going to we're going to fold it up real nice and neat. It really isn't that neat, but you don't know that. I'm going to send it. I'm going to put some postage on it. I'm going to find out where he's at. Cell block 4D. I may deliver it myself. Fuck the mail. Can't trust the mail, right folks? I'm going to I'm going to drive over wherever the hell he is. And I'm going to hand deliver this letter to Chris. Face to face. But here you go, man. This is a fan letter. Keep it. Go ahead. Keep it. I don't need it back then. We'll see you later. Nice meeting you. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this show. Uh, Sometimes I like just to have fun on my show. Uh, There was a comment the other day I got on iTunes. Okay. I don't get many comments. Uh, Most of them are positive. But some are not. And uh, I come off. I knew it. I come off like I'm talking down to you. I do. That's just. I don't mean to though. I don't. (laughs) It just seems that way. Because I, I get very passionate about a certain case or story. And it seems like I'm yelling. Or I sound like I'm the only person alive that knows what I'm talking about. Did that make sense? <laughs> See? I come off that way. Okay. It, there's going to be, hey, there's personalities that just come off the wrong way. And if I do that for you, I'm sorry. It, that is something I'm going to have to work on. That's constructive criticism. I take it. I put it in my back pocket. Right? I sit on it. <laughs> And I make it better. All right. Thank you for listening. The Chris Watts story, the Shanann Watts story is, I'm going to put it away. I'm going to tuck it away, put it in my filing cabinet in the actor's room. The docs, they're piling up. I'm doing more docs. I hope that's okay. It's part of the show. And I like it. I hope you do too. Next show. Ooh, doggy Depp. <laughs> oh, oh, Johnny. Johnny Depp coming at you next time. I've been researching him for about a month. I kind of got away from him this past week to think about certain things. Watch a few more of his movies. Have it sort of swim around in my mind, in my soul. There's a lot to, I don't know, to, hmm, we're going to delve, we're going to delve, we're going to come to conclusions, and I'm finding that they are way different from my preconceived, what do you say, opinion, I guess feeling about somebody. I learned a lot about Mr. Depp 
And I think it'll be a great show. I've been wanting to dive into Depp. Dive into Depp. And I did. (laughs) And I think you'll be interested too. To find out more about him. There's a lot going on. With Mr. Depp. A lot. And my show is now transforming. Into something else. Where. If I did Johnny about two years ago. It would be a completely different show. Completely. I am going about this show differently than I did two years ago. I do it more free. Like my structure is different now. I sort of I don't have a certain structure. Before I did. Like I did it a certain way. I can't talk. I had a certain way of doing things, like an outline of the show, I seem to follow it in most of my shows. I don't do that anymore. I do my research. I find out about Johnny, John, and I put it all inside and I sit down, I press play, record, play, record, and I just let it come out. We'll see what happens. Let's just put it this way. I have a different view on how I feel about Mr. Johnny Depp than I did a month ago. That's it. And that's why I love doing this show. Because if I didn't do this show, I would just have that idea of Johnny and that opinion and how I feel about him. And I would that would just stay there. Probably. So next week. <laughs> I really set that up, man. Yeah, tune in next time. I think you'll like it. And I'm going to keep doing documentaries because they're a lot of fun. Interesting, fun, disturbing. (laughs) Did Chris get my letter yet? Oh, that's right. I was going to walk it up to him. That's right. I should send that to him. Wouldn't that be a hoot? And I'm sure somebody has sent something to him along the same lines. <laughs> I'm sure he gets crazy mail. Oh my God. I'm sure it's crazy. I guarantee you he opens up his mail and that's his entertainment for the day. Some make him laugh. Some make him cry. <laughs> wow. I hope everybody out there is feeling well. Getting through this shit. It's the holiday season. So happy holidays. Uh, spend some time with your family. I, I like to point that out. Family is number one. But stay safe and sane. I think the second, the latter, is more important. Keeping your sanity through this whole thing. I lose my mind sometimes. I, I get depressed. Are you getting depressed? I get depressed. Today, I had to get out of the house. I mailed out our Christmas cards. I didn't have to do that today. I could have done that tomorrow on my way to work. But I I just had to get out of the freaking house. Even if it was just for 10 minutes. And I felt better just because I got out of the house. So stay sane. Stay safe. Keep listening to the Actors Room. Support the show. Donate to it. Give five-star reviews. Talk about it. Right? In a conversation. Bring it up. Say hey. There's his show, not bad. The guy, he's a little nutty, but he brings up good points. If you don't like my delivery, that's fine. 
like the content. I think I present damn good content. Got a lot to say. And this show provides that for me. Get off my chest. And my voice, boy, did it hang in there today. My voice gets a gold star and a letter sent to my voice too. That was stupid. Alrighty then. Got to end the show now. Getting stupid. God bless you. Have a good one.